Peace and thank you, family, for tuning into Creative Habits Podcast. I'm your host, Philip Anthony. And I'm your co-host, Indigo. We're based in Washington, D.C. with leading discussions on topics surrounding pop culture, business, lifestyle, and art with an occasional guest appearance within the creative and entrepreneurial industry. What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in into another episode of Creative, Creative Habits, Habits Podcast. Thank you, thank you, thank you. How are you doing today, my love? Fabulous, and yourself? I can't complain. Everything is great on my end. Wonderful, wonderful. So um, we don't have any specific topics today. We're just going off the top Um I guess you can call it freestyling, but we don't style for free. Um, <laughs> um, just a quick shout out to all our listeners. Um, if you have any questions or if you want to come on the show, if you want to come on the show or if you just have anything that you would love for us to speak about, just uh, contact us, leave us a comment, send us a DM on Instagram, which is creative habits podcast on all platforms so yeah so question is there an absolute way to attain a happy state of mind an absolute absolute that everyone can follow let's talk about you because you know you better i think there's an absolute way to attain a state of happiness how um Given the climate, given work-life stresses, given everything. For me, um, when I felt the most happiest is when I would meditate daily. Um, I would wake up, take a few minutes, maybe 10 or 15 minutes, Meditating, pure silence, darkness, everything, just me inside my mind. Um, go to the gym, work out for maybe two hours, two and a half hours, three hours, and then go to work and come back and meditate again. I just felt in a state of bliss, if that makes sense. What stops you from doing that now? Um, Laziness. <laughs> I guess laziness, pure laziness, and um, just not feeling motivated to do it. But another way I could attain happiness is when I'm in my element of just doing photography or mm. creating something like art, or when I was very active in the um, handmade jewelry business. Mm. Just sitting there and focusing on what to make or how many orders do I have or just feeling happy sending orders to France and England and, mm. and you know, across seas and all through the United States was, um, felt like I was accomplishing something. Yeah. What about you? Is there any absolute way to attain happiness in a state of mind? 
for you? Yeah, well, now that I'm a mom, it's impossible to not be somewhat happy without mm. my prize and joy. <laughs> and so that's given me a different perspective in how I view life and look at life. Yeah. And to think positively about life. But in general, I think that I'm actually happy with how my life has been turning out. I know that I've also been doing a lot of internal work that I had have been ignoring for years. Mm-hmm. And I know that there are certain things that I still need to work on, but it's putting me in a happy state or a, a space where I feel like I'm attaining a level of like clarity within myself. Um, but to be able to fully gain that happiness, I think is continuing to striving towards being a best person for myself, like a being a best version of me. Mm. Right. So I'm doing the work to get, you know, my shit together mentally. I'm doing the work to financially be able to be in a position where I'm comfortable, but just to kind of line up all my rows, my ducks in a row. Mm is what I think is attaining happiness. But just knowing that I also am in good health, my immediate family's in good health, you know, there's a roof over my head, just the the small things that make the greater things beneficial. Now, is the happiness, is the happiness in the act of searching for happiness or is it Hmm. the happiness that's, that you attain in this search for happiness, if that makes sense. I understand what you're saying. I I do believe that we are always going to attain or like be in a position to strive for something. Mm -hmm. And I think reaching goals or reaching a specific thing that you were doing before, like you're saying, you were in the gym, you were meditating, you were connecting and networking with people and taking photographs. Like once you're doing things that you love, it'll put you in a state of, you know, happiness and bliss because you're doing those things. But so I think that you are supposed to be striving for happiness, even if you already have a level of happiness within yourself. Mm -hmm. I think it's just like success where success is never incomplete. It's always at a constant and it depends on what your goals are in order to reach that level of success and I look Mm. at happiness the same way Mm. interesting interesting how about you um yeah I can see that I can see that but um I got another question for you sure 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 um does living your life for others make life make your life have meaning does living your life for others make your life have meaning no no why not living my life for others doesn't make me like i'm i've learned on my personal journey that the moment that you try to live through someone else's eyes in your own body or like live the way someone is seeing for you or envisions you to live it hinders your ability to kind of protect the clarity of what you had in mind for yourself. Mm. So I think it's just you staying true to your path rather than hearing all other influences from other people. Mm. I think it depends on 
who you're living for. Who are you living for? You, Junior, my family. You're not living for yourself. Yeah, but I think I know some. most of the time I should put myself first, but it's hard when you wake up and you have to figure out what you have to do for the day. I have to make everyone's breakfast, make sure everyone has juice, make sure Junior's all right, make sure he doesn't jump off his little high chair and, and break his neck. It's like I don't really have much room to think about my, I want to say happiness, but hmm. my meaning. It's like my meanings now is to help raise Junior to be self-sufficient, smart. Yeah, but that's not all you are because I could say that too, but I'm still doing the things yeah, that I'm working on doing. You I know? get that, like, but it's just that I am that. Like, I'm still me, but I'm not the one who comes first now. Yeah, same for me. Yeah. You're not the one that comes first, but you are also a priority. Yeah. Like, I can say that I don't come first, but if I don't do the work in, like, me trying to figure myself out or, like, you know, going to work every day for, you know, being able to support the family or, like, doing self-work. If if something happens to me, like, you know, as, as, far, as far as my internal self and, like, the things that I need to do, I think that it will reflect in the household. Gotcha. Like, if I'm not good, all y'all not going to be good. But when we go to work, when we get these jobs and... We work these nine to fives or six to tens or whatever. Does it take away from our meaning? Like, I hear what you're saying. So work was a bad example. I was just saying, like, if I don't put myself first, my household is not going to be in check. Because when we go to these jobs, it's like we're helping somebody else' dreams come to fruition. Right. Instead of our own. I think having true meaning for our lives is being self-sufficient in our crafts and our passions and our lifestyles where we don't have to go to these places and sacrifice our, our time and energy. I, I, I absolutely agree. But at the end of the day, <laughs> while we figure that out, the bills still have to be paid. Mm-hmm. Uncle Sam needs his tax he dollars. He needs his tax dollars. Hmm. Interesting. Do we change when we have power? I think so. I think so too. Look at Kanye West. When he got powerful, he got. At one point, he was like, George Bush doesn't like black people. And the next minute, he's rubbing elbows with Donald Trump. <laughs> have you ever read the book Animal Farm? Never. So Animal Farm is about, like, animals on a farm. But there ends up being that they take over or invade the farm. Yeah. And they're now in charge. Oh, I've seen a movie Okay, on so there's a movie, the movie for that. Yeah. Right, but I think of that where it's like before, you know, they were 
following directions and being told what to do. But the moment that they had power, the dynamics shifted. And, you mm-hmm. know, like they had the pigs and then the horses, like they all had their different positions. Yeah. And power struggles in that, you know. Who did dynamic. the pigs remind you of? <laughs> <laughs> Next question. <laughs> nah, who did the pigs Next remind question. you of? I'm not going to ask that. <laughs> Um, can religious beliefs affect scientific thinking? Is it supposed to? Can they? I, I don't know. Like, I don't know to answer that question. But I would think that if they had a huge influence on how science runs, it defeats the purpose of science. Because science, science, should, be not, should, science should not be biased. Science should affirm some of religion instead of religion shunning science. See, when people say why do we breathe air, they say it's because of God. Instead of like learning why we breathe air the scientific way, they just put it on God, if that makes sense. I don't know. I don't want to sound like a, a, a atheist or nothing because I believe in a higher power. I think something created all of us. But in my mind, I think like God is like a mathematician, mad genius, or you know, somebody with something with an intellect that's not only righteous but scientific at the same time. Mm, yeah. Say that. Mm. If I like how you just <laughs> if all the currencies in the world did not have monetary value, would our world be in a much better place? Money doesn't have value. We only give money value because that's what someone told someone outside of ourselves told. I us agree, that money but has even value. if we didn't have something that was a monetary example or like a value, we would find something like gold or we would find anything trade. Uh, trade uh, things mm-hmm. yeah, yeah that would replace it so no no doesn't make really doesn't really make a difference we would find something that would be of value yeah, yeah. that's to... interesting that is interesting if you could choose your last words what would they be that's kind of morbid morbid think about it and I'll think about mine if you could choose your last words what would they be Thank you, God. If I could choose my <laughs> last words, if I, if I could be become an ancestor, um, I would say don't call on me to do shit. Oh my God! Because <laughs> I just want to enjoy my vacation. Like, don't, crazy. don't call me for existence. Don't, 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 don't. What's it called? Don't, don't pour any libations. No, nothing. Just let me chill. Let me go where I'm going. Yeah, I would like to say though, and I hope. Think about it. Think about it. You yeah. up there chilling and just swimming in honey and eating all the bread. I'm not you disregarding once. you. I was gonna I'm say just, what I was. My I last know, time. but in. <laughs> Maybe you up there watching whatever you want to watch. 
with your feet up, feet up in the cloud. Just sitting on the cloud, and all of a sudden, your great great grandchild just call you and like, "Can you help me out, with the, nigga? Come on, dog. <laughs> I'm trying to chill. <laughs> Go ahead, my bad." <laughs> That's why they, they're lucky to have someone like me because then I'll be like, yeah, what's up? What's up, child? Um, I was going to say that probably my last words, and I hope that I move forward in a life that's fulfilling because all I want to say is it's been real. Like, mm. I lived my life and I enjoyed it. It's been real? It's been real. Yeah. Peace out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> what is happiness? What is happiness? Whatever you want it to be. What is happiness to you? What's happiness to me? Happiness to me is freedom. Freedom. Freedom for not only myself, but my loved ones and my peers. and Maybe just everyone in general. Just Becomes free. Just freedom to be yourself, express yourself, to, to, to do what you want to do in this world, to be financially free mm. and fit, you know, yeah, just freedom. Yeah, we should all be free. What about you? I like the word freedom. I think freedom resonates in so many different aspects, like being free to say what you want to say, being free to express yourself how you want to express yourself. So I think I would choose that too. Um, yeah, I would choose that as well. Why you gotta choose mine? Because I, I I thought about it when you said it. Like we all strive to be free, to be mm. our natural selves, and I can't think of anything else that comes out of my mouth that wouldn't resort back to it being freedom. Freedom, give us free. What is the meaning of rich and poor in the modern world? Having a choice between wearing a mask and not wearing a mask. Huh? Having a choice between wearing a mask and not wearing a mask. There are people in the country that refuse to wear masks and say, why do I have to wear this mask? For COVID? Right. Oh, I thought you meant like. No, no, sorry for COVID. To, going to work. I'm sorry for not being on. clear. I apologize nah, for the, the lack of clarity. Do your thing. But. You could have someone that wears a mask because they know if they don't wear a mask, their relative who's ill or is, um, what is it, more susceptible to catching the coronavirus could be in jeopardy if they decide not to wear a mask. And I think a lot of the people that have underlying health issues, unfortunately, of the African-American community and people that aren't in a position to have good health care, poor people. Um, so it's just seeing the disparities or the behavior that we've seen at the Capitol, hmm. that you can storm a certain thing. I'm not saying all of them were rich, but there's certain disparities and certain things that change the dynamic of how we are as human beings and what we're access, um, accessible to. The same with education, where you have some people that have to apply and write an essay and do things the right way. But if someone can pay cash and be able to buy their, buy their way through school, they can. Interesting. I so never what is the meaning between it, huh? I said I would have never thought of that. 
But so, it's funny that you said the inc- incident about the Capitol because a lot of those people um, who stormed the Capitol are benefiting from Obamacare. A lot of them are? I didn't know that. Yeah. A lot do of them. they know that? Do they know that? Because they, they probably care. like, it's not even Obamacare. Obama didn't do anything. It's Trump care. Um, I would have never thought of that. Though. Yeah, but I think the difference, what well, the meaning of rich and poor in the, the modern world is it has a lot to do with class, but it also has a lot to do with race mm-hmm. in the modern world. Like, I, I, I thought that it was stemming away from race, but it, it's very obvious that we haven't progressed into it just being about class. It has to be about a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if I answered your question correctly, but that's the best I could do. That's what you feel, man. The definition to me is Jeff Bezos and my poor ass. <laughs> Someone who can make trillions, well, excuse me, billions of dollars and not pay one cent of tax. Speaking of our last episode, did you know the areas of the, the ones that are most inclined to become billionaires? Really? Get on it. I need to get busy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, Jeff Bezos and my poor ass. Is it possible time is being altered right now? Yeah. Yeah. Let me ask you something. Yeah. Have this year felt shorter? Does it seem like every year gets shorter? Kind of, but last year. Like time is moving quick. Kind of. Did I feel? Yeah, I did feel like last year was kind of in the few years back were a little bit longer. I don't think it's sure. because we're stuck in a house due to COVID. I th- I read an article that said um, the Earth is spinning faster, faster than, normal. than normal. Yeah, I but read it, that it, one too. it goes through these cycles where the Earth spins, the Earth rotates like a couple seconds faster. Every year, and then it slows down when it gets colder away from the sun. But the faster the earth spins means the faster time goes. So, but when it does that, do you think the clocks do that? What are we judging as time? So, I know the explanation that you gave, but there's no way that the mathematical calculations of our clocks. What type of clock are you looking at? Exactly. Is it a digital clock? Digital. So the digital one will work in those seconds that you explained that are a little bit faster? The clocks that we usually look at, well, that I usually look at, it's on my phone. And time is determined by the satellites that spins around the Earth, right? So then it is faster. Mm. Okay. But my, I could be wrong. Don't listen to me. I'm... Just sipping on some wine, <laughs> talking from the brain. Okay. Um, what is the meaning of true love? Freedom and forgiveness. Freedom. Give us free. How about you? Compromise. I also think because now I'm like, does the definition of love change over the years. I don't think it's one definition. Like there's multiple, right? Because if we were in to be a position where we're 50 and 51 years old, is our definition of love the same? Has it elevated to be something different in addition to other things Mm -hmm. that consider it to be love? 
you um, accepted my stinky farts. That's love. So much so that I don't even say, babe, last night you farted so loud and it smelled so bad. My farts don't stink. <laughs> they don't. They don't stink. I don't think so. <laughs> I don't know how well we can smell ourselves, but um, jokes aside, being in a five-year relationship has changed my definition of love. Mm-hmm. I think I was looking at love more in a sense of lust than I was what love is supposed to be. And a lot of us determine love from our environment or what we see on TV and movies and stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. But um, it's different. Like, it's, yeah. The movies and TV isn't real, but in our environments uh, and the people that we look up to or been around are different from ourselves so yeah it's all different yeah definitely and I think on the topic of love though too it's like even though there there is love in the equation sometimes it's like there are insecurities in 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 within love mm-hmm. like I think about how I love you very much but, no, not but. I love you very much, and right. I feel that. No, not but, <laughs> and. Because I think that I still love you, and I want to say what I have to say. Mm-hmm. There's no but because it's not um, a separation in, in what I'm about to say. However, it's like, I love you, and I feel sometimes my insecurity lies in the fact that you could walk out at any time. I know that you won't, but it's like we're not married, and sometimes it bothers me because even, even though it doesn't define our companionship, I could know that you can walk out at any time. Even married people walk out on each other. Yeah, you walk out, but there's a process in like there's a process in that disagreement of companionship like it's no longer wanting to happen not to put pressure but it's like sometimes that's where my insecurity lies like if we have an argument a disagreement or like there's something that's not meshing I tend to feel like okay there could be a possibility that this like you know I, I <laughs> next you think, question you, do you think next that we question. will ever have an argument that's bad enough for us to, for me to walk out. Do I think, no, not an argument, but there's certain things that I wonder, like, why did that happen? Is it because he's not invested? Mm. So I, it makes me just wonder, like, it makes me wonder. And then it's, it's also on me, because I'm like, why am I putting that pressure on myself, if we're in this companion, I shouldn't be worrying about that. Hmm. It's just questions. <laughs> Next question. Next question. What do you think most people take for granted? I could tell you one right now. Yes. Time. <laughs> Time. Yes, Real correct. Shit. Real, Real shit. shit. Real shit. Because I mean, people, we only live for a certain number of, number of years. 
And most of our time for, as adults is wake, wash, work, repeat. Time. We spend eight hours sleeping. We spend eight hours at a job. That's 16 hours out of the day. And three hours, too. By the time we finish working, we get home, we spend how, how much time with with each other? Three to four Maybe hours? Maybe three to four hours. Five hours, and then we wash up, go to sleep, whatever. And a, a lot of us waste away because we get trapped in this loop, and... My grandfather always used to tell me um, he worked so hard that when he be started working, he was young, vibrant. He always went out, did this, that, and the third. But as work progressed, he just woke up one day, looked in the mirror, and he was old. Oh, my God. What a sad story. Yeah. So what is the moral of that story? Like, what did you get out of that? Take time to smell the roses and appreciate life, you know. Just sit back and enjoy what we have instead of... what it is. Instead of saying, I'm not sure. No, instead of (laughs) being on a constant grind. I understand you have to hustle. You have to get it. You have to do... This is what they drill in us as children. But mm -hmm. we also have to enjoy life you know just like the early years in our 20s we teens to 20s you know leaving high school going to college and going out maybe every night or every weekend and just enjoying life yeah so i i definitely agree with that i was thinking in my head like when you were saying that my question to you is how do you balance? Because I understand, like, that's a lot of hours in the day that you're dedicated to make a living, right? Yeah. So, okay, for example, me, it's like I'm always to myself, all right, I'm going to finish this work and I'm going to do some work. Or if my meeting hasn't started, I'm going to just quickly do this project. But it's like how do you how do you balance it out until you're fully able to do what you were called to do or do what you're interested in doing. I think that goes back to my freedom point, you know? Whether it be financial freedom, creative freedom, um, owning, I don't want to say your own brand, because in most instances, it takes a lot more work to create your own business than Mm -hmm. to just work for somebody, Mm -hmm. you know, but once you put that time in and that sweat equity in, I think it's a lot more enjoyable than making somebody else's quota or dreams come true. That's very true. But I've also found, which is like, I've always wanted to have something that we could call our own as like a family business and all of that stuff. But I actually do enjoy working, you know, like working for somebody else, Mm. Um, just the consistency of it. Like, I I think that I'll always work, even if we have our own stuff, even if it's something small. But 
just also thinking how, like, how could that be balanced? Because being an entrepreneur takes a lot. It takes a lot. And it then does. having to come up with ideas, having to figure out how to pay yourself and do accounting. So just like when we get to that point, I'm like, how will we be able to balance everything? But is it hard once you find like you're calling or you're doing what you're good at? You know, like, is it hard? I think everything doesn't come easy, but you will en- enjoy it more. It won't feel so tasking because it's what you want to do. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think it'll always be hard work, no matter what it is. Let me ask you, uh, what do you think most people take for granted? <laughs> I think we take for granted what's within our reach as opposed to what we're reaching for. So I think about all of the things that, like, you know, you do for us in the household Mm -hmm. or, like, for instance, my mom did to raise me. Sometimes when you don't really look at the people that are in front of you, Mm -hmm. you forget that they've always been your ride or die rather than seeking or looking for things outside of yourself. Mm. Or outside of that network of people that have always been surrounding you with love. Does mm. that make sense? So it's like, instead of waiting to hear for validation, I don't, no, not, it's simple. It's simple. It's just like the fact that you wake up to make breakfast for me every day. Mm. As opposed to, like, me thinking I have to do everything for myself. I don't. It's like being appreciative of the things that I, I quote, unquote, overlook. Mm. But I don't overlook it. I'm well aware of it, but I don't think that I show my, appreciation, show my appreciation for it more than I think that I do. Mm. So that's probably something I need to work on. But okay. I, appre- I just appreciate my immediate network of people and family rather than looking outside of that to seek um, clarity, validation, love, acceptance, or whatnot because I already have my circle of people. Hmm. That makes sense. That makes sense. What question do you want to ask the universe if there is a universe? <laughs> <laughs> What question do I want to ask the universe? Damn. There's so much. There's there's so much I would love to ask, but if it was just one specific question. Mm-hmm. Um, how do... Okay, so... <clears throat> they say energy never dies, it just transforms, right? Right. I want to know where do we go after this? That's a good question. Like after the physical, is there a heaven? Is there a hell? Is there like Am a I giant floating in the pool <laughs> that we go back to? A lot of people think that we go back to where we come from before we're born. You know what I mean? Like Yeah. I think Everything starts in the mind first, you know. Um, I think, therefore, I am. You're not 
who you are if you don't think it first. So you have to think about your creation before it's made, Mm -hmm. you know, or maybe humans or babies have to think their self in existence in order to exist, if that makes sense. Your sperm thought of it, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, That's I get what you're saying. That's too cool. philosophical for you? No, it's not philosophical. I'm just too drunk to think about it. <laughs> um, so for me, the question I would want to ask the universe is, who am I for real and what am I doing here? Mm. Like, what is my purpose? Like, why did you put me on here? On this planet Can the universe answer that for you Or can you answer that for yourself I could answer it for myself But it's easier if I had an opportunity to talk to the universe And just get it over with Like dude what am I here for Like why was I born into this family Where's the fun in that though Uh, The question was asked and I'm answering the question I don't think it's the destination It's the journey (laughs) Shut up (laughs) (laughs) Does belief make God exist Yeah Cool. <laughs> no, let's not just skip past that. Okay. Does God, does belief make God exist? Because if nobody on this planet believed in a higher power, would there be a higher power? There would be, but nobody would know about it. Does a tree fall in the woods and nobody... Uh, is around See, does it, it still right make a sound <laughs> if a tree falls in the woods and nobody's around does it still make a sound right exactly that's that's what i'm asking too um yeah I th- yeah okay <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Uh, what is the definition of a soul to you in a few words The inner fabric. Inner fabric. Inner fabric? What do you mean by that? Inner fabric meaning your internal spiritual self is your soul. Internal spiritual self? (laughs) Just gave me a lot of hoobity hoobla. (laughs) But like two words that mean the same thing. Um, Spirituality. Your your inner... your, you go first. I need to get my words together. Get your words together. I think the soul is that spirit. That's the word I was trying to look for. <laughs> I was so freaking. But soul uh, and spirit could be considered the same thing. Okay, but your your inner spirit, your inner. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, just go. To the soul, to me, is that voice. That you speak with inside yourself. That's, but that's, it's so much bigger than that. It is, but it, to me, it starts from there. You know, a sacred space. That's that's what a I want to say. Sacred space. It. Okay. Your sacred space. But it's weird because how and why can how and why do we? talk to ourselves within ourselves like mm-hmm. how do we have why do we have thoughts? an internal voice why do we have an internal voice why do we have thoughts where do thoughts come from 
Does it come from our brains or does it come from an outside source or does it come from an inside source? Like, how does that shit work? Both. I think it comes from an outer source and it, and it is an internalized. And I think the root of that internalization begins when you're a child and you carry it with you as an adult. Mm. So if you have outside forces that are influencing how you determine and you perceive the world, it becomes your internal voice within yourself. So is the world created by that? Is the world all around us, everything we see, or let's just say man-made, just to keep it simple, Mm -hmm. is it created by that inner voice first and it comes to fruition in the physical part, in the physical realm later? I think energy is transferable and we feed off of one another. So it's a constant battle between inner and outer energies. Hmm. Like, yes, it could be an internal thing. Because it has to start from somewhere. It has to start from somewhere, but if it's internal, we also don't revolve in an individualistic society or a world. Wherever we have been, it's always been with people. And as people, I do believe that we transfer energy towards one another. So if somebody's feeling sorrowful or sad, you have no choice but to kind of get that energy pushed off onto you. Even a level of happiness. If somebody's laughing or smiling, you're more inclined to laugh with them if you're on the same wavelength. Or even those energy vampires that try to influence you to feel a certain type of way. You'll feel that. So they can feed off of that energy. Right. So imagine being a child and having to have that on your spirit or your soul where you have to carry people's weight. What I'm talking about is creation. Creation in its simplest form. Like... Mm -hmm. In order to create, does it come from that inner voice, that inner soul, that inner spirit before we create? Mm-hmm. Like a muse, does it come from that? What is that and where does it come from? Yeah, I hear you. That's a good question, but I don't know. <laughs> okay, okay. How... Can we know for sure that there is an afterlife? I don't think we know shit. We don't. It's all predictions. Yeah. Because how, how do we know that there's a heaven or hell? We don't know anybody that's been there. Or do we? Or do we? That's <laughs> what I say. Um, the yeah. only reason why we have an understanding of what people think heaven or hell is, is through religion. But it also has a lot to do with language, too. Like, is there a good and a bad? You know, how how are we defining things? I don't think there's any such thing as good or bad. I think it all revolves around intention. Hmm, interesting. Very interesting. Do you, do you think there's an afterlife? I do believe there's an afterlife. Why? I don't think that people die and things just end. Do you think people go to hell or heaven? I think people become other people. I think like the spirit carries on and reincarnates itself. Yes, I do. Mm. Mm. But I also think part of your spirit goes into a different 
platform or a different space um, where you you can watch over or guide your descendants. Is it like a separate space like the universe or is it like a different earth dimension or like how do you how do you view that space? So I view it as, okay, if a person passes on, you have one characteristic or one part of your soul that goes into another uh, into, into another life. So like maybe a baby that's being born, mm-hmm. but the other part of your soul remains in some platform or some universe or some, you know, different space where you're still able to guide those that are still on this side. So, for instance... But hold up. Mm-hmm. If we reincarnated, that means there are, like, endless pieces of our soul that's trapped in that yeah. outside space that you're talking about. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think we create new people. I think that people are coming back as something else. We always mm-hmm. get a second chance of life. How I view it is, for instance, like, if I were to die but I didn't fix my shit in this, in this lifetime, I'm going to keep being that same thing in my reincarnation until I get it right. If you could come back as anything, what would you want to come back as? Rich-ass bitch. Yeah. <laughs> Let's just say T- animal. Twerking on a yacht. If you could come back as an animal, what what animal would you want to be? Oh, that's a nice one. Maybe a snake. A snake? Yeah, snakes are just so cool to me. You just slither around, you know. A garden snake. Everybody's or like afraid a, of you. Like no, anaconda. like a, a, a big ass snake. Like an anaconda. anaconda. Something that people are afraid of. Mm. Cause you could just be, you know, roaming around the jungle as free as you wanna be. Mm. You know, not really high chance that you could be murdered or killed. You just... What animal would you come back as? Um, maybe some, some fly shit like uh, a giant octopus or some shit that's like in the bottom of the ocean. Well, I never would have thought you would have said octopus. Or a bird or some shit. Something, mm. something cool, you know. <laughs> but I don't know because humans just fuck up shit like the... the Air is fucked up. The ocean is fucked up, full of bags and plastic and debris. But I don't know. Probably like a a giant octopus somewhere, just swimming deep in the ocean, in in the silence. Just chilling. They got ugly ass fish at the bottom of the ocean with um. I forget what it's called, but it's like lightning bugs. You know, lightning bugs have some type of chemical reaction where they light up. Yep. I saw a fish like that, actually. We really? used to go swimming quite a bit when I was in Greece. But we would swim, and it was like deep, deep water. Yeah. But sometimes we would like swim to see how far deep we can go. And I swear to you, like there was this like fish with like these sharp, sharp teeth hanging out, and there was like a little light. A little light on the top yeah, of the Yeah, but drink. I thought yeah. that you didn't see those until you go really, really deep. Yeah. And I swear to goodness, because it was dark. Like, we went really, really deep. Mm-hmm. And it was dark where you could barely see. And then I saw, like, something that was lit up with some teeth. Did it scare you? It was probably ugly as fuck. I was just like, what is that? It was just, but there, like, when you swim that deep down or, like, if you're above and it's, like, a lot of, lot of, lot of, like, um, 
space between you and like where, you know, below zero is, you see a lot of stuff that's like freaky, but it's so beautiful at the same time. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't even explored most of the ocean. We only explored like 10% of that shit. So Mm -hmm. it's probably shit down there that we... That looks totally alien to us exactly. that we never even heard of. And I probably wasn't even that deep either. Probably the what I was swimming was maybe eight to ten feet deep. Yeah, Not yeah. even close. Yeah, it's probably all types of crazy stuff back there. Mm-hmm. Um, is there a, is there a species more advanced than humans in the universe? Phil can answer that. <laughs> Saying that there's no other intelligence in the universe, it's like taking a cup of water from the ocean, looking inside that clear cup and saying there's no fish in the sea. Agreed. Agreed. Um, I think there's so many things that we don't see that are here Mm -hmm. and could have more information than we do, could be far more intelligent than we are. But um, who knows? It could be technology-based life forms or energy-based life forms or life forms that walk amongst us that we can't even see with the human eye um, that interacts with us. There's stories and even things in a Bible or different cultures all around the world that talk about... star people or they have stories about seeing UFOs in the sky and mm-hmm. all types of different entities that they come across so I think there's a lot more than us out here in this ocean definitely agree Yeah. next question do thoughts have a pattern yeah I think they do I think thoughts have a pattern. Why do you think that? Um, Because one thought can lead to another, but it was a common thread between those thoughts. I'm kind of curious about the question, like, are we having the same thoughts? I think depression leaves. Depression revolves around negative thought patterns. And that's a pattern, isn't it? Like, yeah. it's constant negative thinking. You know, or the opposite of depression. Euphoric thinking um, has patterns, positive mm-hmm. af- affirmations um, that you give yourself in order to, um, I guess, feel good about yourself or, you know... G- I guess go yeah. be your, your your most advanced self that revolves around a pattern. What thoughts or patterns work for you? What thoughts or patterns work for me? I'm just thinking about being enough. Yeah. You know, I'm enough. Mm-hmm. I can handle this. Um, that helps me succeed at... um hard things mm-hmm. or yeah. things that you know that gives me anxiety mm-hmm. what about yourself 
Mm, thoughts or patterns. I've been trying to re, re what is it? Reconfigure mm. my my patterns of thought. I think most of the selves, I'm a lot more hard on myself than I need to be. And I wor- worry more than I need to worry. And those thoughts and patterns stem from something that I'm aware of. But knowing that I want to do something different encourages me to change those patterns. Mm. So that it works in my favor, but also doesn't hinder my ability to live a fulfilling life and a happy life. Mm. Thoughts mean everything. Yeah, it all starts in the mind first. Mm-hmm. Uh, shoot. Will racism cease to exist? Never. Um, it depends. I think if people are willing to acknowledge that racism exists, there could be something done. Acknowledge? I think... Yeah, some people don't acknowledge that racism is still well and living and thriving and present in this day and age. I think humans have an innate ability to disenfranchise other humans Mm. in different ways. If it's not racism, it's going to be something else. Classism. If it's not classism, it's going to be something else. Which is the worst one between those? I don't think anyone is, is worse than the other. I think it's the intention behind each yeah. individual that's practicing the, these um, things. Interesting. You know, but humans, ever since, I don't want to say capitalism, but ever since humans decided to trade um, money, whether it be gold, the blooms, mm. whatever, for monetary gain, that's when um, racism, classism, and all these other isms started to arise. Mm. You know, because I have more than you, so therefore I'm better, or I, I look like I have lighter skin than you, therefore I'm better. You know, it's just, I don't know. Yeah, I can see that, definitely. Yeah. Do we love ourselves more in the virtual world and less in the real world? No, I don't I don't love myself more in the virtual world. Yeah, that's a good thing. No. I don't even think people are their real selves in a virtual world. I think that's why someone sometimes people favor that space because you can be anyone you want to be mm. as opposed to in real life. I've met a lot of people that I've seen in the virtual space that act completely different of how they present themselves in real life. Yeah, me too. And it's very interesting to see. Yeah, met a lot of shitty people who... Oh. <laughs> uh, well, good and bad people, but people who claim to be one thing, but you have a conversation with them and it's a totally different person. Mm. Yeah. Do we have another one? Uh, Yes, we do. Is love... Simply physical desire or something more. After you get over lust, I think love is something different. Mm. What about you? What are your takes on this? I think the definition of love is up to each individual. Mm. You know, there's no 
one specific definition of love out there that's a one size fits all it's up to each individual to define what love is in their eyes and in their reality why do you love yourself why do i love myself mm-hmm. why do i love myself if i didn't love myself it would be hard for me to love other people why do you love me I love you because I love myself. (laughs) (laughs) Why do you love Junior? (laughs) I love you. I love Junior because I love you because I love myself. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) No, seriously, though. um, I love you because you, because we complement each other. Hmm. You know what I lack in, you succeed in, and what you lack in, I I succeed in, mm. and it's gotten to the point that which is creepy. We know what each other. Yeah, that's creepy are to thinking, me. Or we can finish each other's sentences, which yes, it's definitely creepy, but. Sometimes, to me, love is that unspoken feeling that you don't really have to say. You just feel it. You know it. You see it when, you know, when that significant person is around, your significant other is around. It's that feeling that you feel in your spine, you know, when you get the shivers, when you see that person, if you haven't seen them in a while. Definitely. I also feel like love is... Even knowing that you're gr- you're growing in that space, you know, like sometimes yeah. I think trying to figure out myself or not seeing qualities of myself that you were very open to opening up about or like saying something and then I'm listening like, you know, or learning qualities about myself within our conversations. It's like, oh, well, mm. but on top of that is like. I love you because I realized one day that I could have so many different things that I'm arguing about or like have things that I bring up or just anything. Right. But I've noticed you've never changed your like you've never really been wishwashy when it comes to our relationship. Like I've genuinely felt like you unconditionally love me, Mm. even though, (laughs) you know, I may have like something to say or like things that kind of rock the boat sometimes I I still feel like you don't your level never changes with me Mm. it's always like here and you accept me for who I am Mm. and who I am is not an easy person to love so I, I kind of like love that about you that it's always been a consistent level of support of me if love was easy, everybody would do it. It's hard. <laughs> yeah. It's really hard. It's really hard and it takes a lot of work. And it's like it's not it's not like we're done, you know, working towards we'll be a working level of towards it. Yes, like until we're like 80, 90 years old. Exactly. 100 years old, it'll still be something new to learn. But then like I said in our previous post, like the more that I 
learned and realized that I had to see you for who you are, like my whole perspective about us changed. Mm. Like it, it's not just about me and my needs. It's, it's about us. You know, it's about what we can do to be able to be a unit that's healthy and like doing what we need to do to be fulfilled. And although we're not in a position to like fully grasp or like be in that space, it's like, what can I do to be supportive of that? Mm. Yeah. Anyway. That's great. I think that's a <laughs> An beautiful hour? place Conclusion. to, um, yeah, stop it at. Yeah, because I want to finish my wine. Yeah. <laughs> but um, we really appreciate you guys for listening and taking the time out to um, just listen to us banter and um, have a conversation. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share, comment. Somebody's yawning. Like, subscribe, share, and comment, and um, be your beautiful selves as usual. And thank you so much for listening. Cool. Peace, guys. Have a good one. What's up, beautiful people? Thank you for tuning in into today's episode of Creative Habits Podcast. Here is your quote of the day. Wonder is the beginning of wisdom, Socrates. Don't forget to like, share, subscribe, comment, and send us some questions. What would you like to hear? All right, people. Peace.